guys welcome back to another episode of beat the maze podcast it's your girl jasha emb and we are back with another episode this one a little bit different we're doing we're trying out a new time in the day it's giving a little bit more of an intimate vibe with you guys not too much (laughs) not not too much different no don't scare the people (laughs) for sure so ian how have you been this week this weekend really yeah, I've been doing great. I had a great weekend. It's graduation weekend. My line brothers graduated. Shout out to Gabe and Reek. So everybody is officially done off my line. It is an amazing feeling. Spent some time with friends. I talked to some family. Worked on a little bit of um, you know, some things I had to do this weekend. Get some get some assignments out the way. So I'm excited. I had a really great weekend you know overall how about yourself i don't think you've ever told the podcast that uh about like you being in fraternity actually have i not no now that i'm thinking about that oh well for those of y'all that may not know i am a member of alpha phi alpha fraternity incorporated by way of the alpha road chapter at morehouse college and yes it's a little fun fact about me well, my weekend was so busy. Um, it also, in AEC, Spellhouse fashion, it's Spellman's graduation weekend as well. And class of, because of COVID, class of 20 and class of 21, we didn't get to watch, walk, on, watch, walk under the arch, which is like a tradition that we do. And essentially, like you walk into alumna hood. It's a really special moment. Um, so we got to go back and do that. So that was so nice to do that and then have... One of my close friends come into town and really just spend time with her um, in in a city. That was so nice. But it, it was kind of like busy. It was so busy. Yeah. Like I, I kind of felt like we were back to back to back doing things. And then this today we went to Morehouse's graduation. And yeah, we did. Yeah, that was my first time ever being to a Morehouse graduation. And now that... When y'all talk about inspiring, <laughs> like, I feel like being our Spelman tradition is, like, definitely was tear-jerking because, like, you know, I lived yeah. it and stuff. But it's definitely crazy to also go across the street and see y'all and it'd be like, dang, like, I know these people, too. Like, I'm so proud of y'all. I know the behind the scenes. We were all in the library, stressed together. We was all struggling on this class, struggling with this assignment. So it, it's definitely a beautiful moment to see everyone finish and then to see the courage of people who don't even, like even if you don't finish within your designated time period, to still come back. And do, do and, what you gotta yeah, do. Yeah, and just finish out that commitment. Like you you wanna you follow through. Absolutely, yeah. Shout out to all the homies that graduated. It's so many to name. I'm not even gonna try to name. But shout out to everybody that's graduating, um, you know, college, graduating, especially I'm an HBCU grad, so I'm biased. But definitely shout out to all of the graduates, yes. all of the HBCU graduates, because it's it's powerful, right? It's powerful to set a goal and to complete it. And I think college is one of those things where it's like people, a lot of people frame it as, you know, this is just... That's what I'm supposed to do. But it's really, there are a lot of things that also get in the way of yeah, your of college, of doing, you know, what you originally set out to do. So shout out to everybody that's graduating, you know, like 
I, I saw so many people today that were slated to graduate at some point before they actually did or slated to walk some point before they actually did, but they did in this time. And I'm a true believer of everything in life happens the way that it's supposed to, when it's supposed sure. to, you know, yeah. you can't, you can't rush things that are meant to happen when they're supposed to happen because there are lessons that come about. There are people that you meet, you know, there's all types of things that happen in between what you think was supposed to happen and you know where life takes you so i wholeheartedly agree in that your president i'm not sure his last was his name dr thomas dr thomas he made a statement and it was like you know there's 90 percent of people don't graduate college or don't don't graduate any type of do don't pursue any type of post-secondary education and he told the class of 22 like you know you aren't that 90 percent now and you're you're that 10 percent and so I thought that was so powerful because it really does make you realize your privilege and where you stand in the sense of like, now that you are educated, now that you hold this weight of enlightenment, so to speak, you have a duty to give back now in your respective places um, and in your respective fields. You hold the weight in the name of your institution, whether it's HBCU or PWI, you hold the weight of that with you. So I love that. I love how that all ties into with definitely the topic of today's video with the goal setting coming putting in your mind before we even came to college we said i want to go there and this is what i want to do right and we set that goal and right yeah and i think a goal setting is so important especially as entrepreneurs right but even more so just as people we as a society we set goals we as people have goals in mind we have things that we want to accomplish we have people that we want to be we have images that we strive to emulate or strive to you know be and that comes with exposure first and foremost that comes with seeing something that is now possible that you now know is possible and then from there putting in the action and the steps behind your action to reach where you want to reach. I think that is goals are just so, so powerful. And I wanted to talk about goal setting today because, um, you know, over the weekend, I've just been thinking about my own goals. And I think I don't talk too much in detail because I'm somebody who is more of a believer, like, oh, we just talk about it you know, once it's actually happened, like you see the proof. But I I think that for people who are just getting started, for people who are really just getting their feet under them, it's important to know that setting goals is not always going to look how you think it's going to look, right? Like when I first came up entrepreneur at 14, I didn't know that so many years later, I wouldn't be baking anymore, you know, I didn't know, like my, my only goal as when I started was to, I'm going to bake, I'm going to open a bakery and we just going to do what it do. And so now having all of these life changes, having going through different ventures, having going through periods of inconsistency, having going through periods of, I don't know if I really want to do this. Like, is this what I want to do is entrepreneurship, is business really what I want to do? And sticking it through and praying to God and talking to you and talking to friends and just seeing what is possible. And now to the point where I am 
developing my speaking career, right? Like even when we started this podcast, that's not what I was doing. When we started this podcast, I was pursuing lo- marketing, actually. pursuing marketing, yeah. and I think looking at vending machines. Yeah. And to go from there and to be honest with myself to about okay, I like this, but this is not exactly this is not my skill set, right? Yeah. And I believe that there is a point where you have to know your skill set. You have to play to your strengths, right? They always tell you, uh, you work on your weaknesses and you'll be fine. But if you play to your strengths, you get so much further, so much faster. So I had to be honest about myself, about these aren't really where my strengths lie. My strengths lie in talking. My strengths rely in connecting to people. I had to be brave in the sense of, this is what I think I want to do. This is what I've been telling people. But this is in my heart of hearts. This is who I know I who I am, where I want to go. This is how I can get the impact. And I had to forgive myself because I think as entrepreneurs, we tell ourselves this has to work. And I agree, it does have to work. I think you should go into ventures and go into certain things with the expectation of this has to work or it has to work. But at the same time, you have to forgive yourself when you make mistakes. You have to forgive yourself when things don't work out. You have to forgive yourself when you are not living up to the expectations you might have set for yourself. And maybe they might have been too high. But getting to a point where you can continue asking questions and continue answering those questions for yourself and continue to get to a space where you are still becoming the person you want to be. You're still accomplishing the things you want to accomplish. You're just letting them evolve right yeah I think where I'm at in my goal setting is definitely the fear of a goal like Mm. especially when you have a goal that can be so different or can be so vast um or just truly something different something that you don't know about you don't have any previous exposure to um it can be very fearful. I think I found myself in a recent goal thinking a lot of like the the what if it crashes or burns? What if things go wrong instead of the benefits of it and seeing the the need and seeing the amount of people who are who are rooting for it. It it can be one thing to have a goal and to see the magnitude mm-hmm. as to how it could impact the world and be and still be fearful of that and like Am I truly ready to step in that space and to claim that that level and what I, what I call the level that level of responsibility? Yeah, when you know you're never really ready. I think you're never able to a hundred percent say I know with certainty that I am ready for everything that this thing whatever it is has for me you you're just not i think people i think we not even just people i think we especially as entrepreneurs especially as young professionals especially just as people who are coming up in a totally different age than what life has looked like up to this point you're never ready because the world changes so fast. Things change so fast. Things are constantly evolving. We're constantly learning new information. And 
That reminds me of something I said last night mm-hmm. um, at the networking event that I went to. And it was, I was talking to this girl and she was talking about how she feels that it's so difficult to like break into tech and get a job in a tech. And I told her um, that I essentially got a job into tech with no background experience, no certifications, mm. my nothing special on my degree that would point me out as a tech recruit. Um, and she was like, well, like, why do you think you got the job? And I told her, and I tell everyone who asks me this, I honestly think it's the audacity. Mm. I think as a recruiter, to look at a resume and see someone apply and for them, you're really like, why did you apply? Like, the, you had the audacity to even apply in this space to be to feel like you should be chosen or picked. Um, and I, I think the audacity takes you a long way because mm. outside of the fears, like, you have the audacity to command um, respect or power or recognition in this field to come out of the the blue, mm. to build a platform, to do these things, even if you have no any prior knowledge. Like, we have the audacity to build this, this podcast, to build this platform that we're building, like, mm-hmm. out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. Like, I know it was our private conversations, but to come out and to say, this is what we're doing, we're full full step behind it it's the audacity of who are you guys and who are y'all to feel like you could teach me anything right but that also is from a marketing perspective why almost everyone follows any brand they ever did it's the audacity for you to come in and say well i'm the best at this and here's why it's like well let me see are you really right yeah it's it's just Audacity is is definitely something to have, just the gall to chase after your dreams. And then also, I think a second part of it is you just have to have the consistency. I know when you were applying for jobs, you applied relentlessly. You applied anywhere and everywhere. And that's, I think when it comes to goal setting up, that would be my next point or my next suggestion would definitely be what you won't do, someone else will, and they'll do it two times better. Mm. And that the entire time I was applying for jobs, I've I got so many no's and so many not even any responses. And the whole time I would think like, oh, I don't want to apply to this job. They're gonna tell me no. I don't want to do this. They're gonna tell me no. And I will always remember one, who like who are you, like who are you to have the audacity? And I always believe like if I just just get me in the room. I uh-huh. just give me the room. Let me let them see me. They'll choose me. I know they will. But then it was also like whenever I felt fatigued or tired, it was imagine the girl who's in the same exact position who's like, I don't have anything else. I don't have the option to feel fatigued or tired. Right. Like what I won't do, somebody else will. Um, I had a professor tell me that before and it truly shook up how I saw everything. And mm. it was, I think, from my background, I everything was kind of, not handed to me, but um, things came fairly easier to me. And to have that one professor really just not follow that status quo in my life, and it was just kind of like, you're not owed anything. Yeah. You're not owed anything. I don't have to do anything for you. And quite frankly, she probably did the opposite and made things harder for me, but it was the point of, she is a woman that has, for lack of a better word, the biggest balls I know. Like, <laughs> she has the audacity 
to do and to say whatever she says. Um, and she has the spirit of like, if I want it, I'm going to get it, but not because I feel entitled. And that's what she was teaching me. It was not to feel entitled to a space or to an idea or to something, but to feel that I work my butt off. Mm. I put in the work, I grind it out. I'm going to apply to as many places as I can because everyone can't tell me no. Somebody's got to tell Somebody's me. Somebody's got to tell Some, me. The every, probability of it. <laughs> and everybody starts from somewhere. That yes. is something that I am still learning. Everybody starts from somewhere. So if you seeing somebody on YouTube and they have a million followers or you see the newest entrepreneur hit the block and they flashing their $100,000 watch or their $20,000 watch, everybody started from somewhere. You, should, you look at Cam <laughs> and yeah. from a couple episodes ago, Cam started from somewhere and now at 23, 24, he is retired from his six-figure job making even more than they could have paid him making the job that people dream of and think about maya maya started with her instagram was her personal instagram and she Mm -hmm. had the audacity to say i'm gonna only post hair stuff even if you don't follow me even if you don't care about it even if you're not interested in it even to all the people that might have been like hey why are you doing this or hey when did you start doing this Or just the feeling, like, you know, when you're pursuing a goal, you can feel very lonely in that goal. You can feel very fearful in that goal of uh, how others might view or think of that goal. And to just have the audacity to say, I'm going to do this and I'm going to keep doing it. And I don't care what anyone thinks, what they've got to say. Unfollow me if you want to. But the people who, the people, the, the girls that get it, get it. (laughs) <laughs> essentially shout out to that tiktok <laughs> i don't know her name but def shout out to her it was a whole big thing around yeah. that there's actually a great point though that you bring up because i was thinking about that how fearful people get when it comes to chasing their goal or when it comes to putting action behind their words and i there's a, a saying it's like a cliche saying but it says fortune favors the bold and I truly, mm, truly I like believe that. that because even you when you talk about the audacity, if you just have the audacity to say, I'm going to do this and I'm going to do it to the best of my abilities and I might completely fail, but if I fail, I'm going to get back up again. I know we talked a lot about that in the beginning yeah. of a podcast. Like, even if I fail, I'm going to get back up. And you're you're just not going to stop me, and to just have that. We were honestly fervor. meant to fail, though. We've been yeah. we've been falling and failing since we were born. Yeah, when you learn how to walk, you fall, and you don't. You nobody cries, and you you, you learn get back resilience. Up. That's resilience, and, and it's to even chase a goal, whether it be through entrepreneurship, business, whether it be through academia, whatever it is. There has to be a level of resilience. Life is not easy. And life is what's happening when you are not, when you're planning for other things, mm-hmm. when you're not expecting it. And you have to have the resilience and the audacity to continue to move in your favor, to continue mm-hmm. to move in your space and to continue to take up that space. Because I, I don't know about you, but I know like there's times where when I was chasing a goal, I felt very small in the goal. I mm-hmm. felt like, okay, maybe... Maybe not. Maybe I'll just do this. Maybe I'll just do that. Or, uh. And it's like to have the audacity to say, even if even if I walk into this networking event and I feel like a pee, I won't let it show. Mm-hmm. I'll talk to at least one person. And at that event that I went to, there was a woman I met there. And she said, my goal of the night 
was to meet one person. She mm. said, I don't, I don't ever do these things. I said, this year I want it to be my year living outside my comfort zone. She said, my goal was to meet one person. She said, I met three. <laughs> she met three she and she sat down. Goal. And yeah. that was, and that is like, but that's progress though. All progress that's is good progress. Exactly. And it's just the, the audacity to say, you know what? I might be scared. I might be nervous. This is not like me. But I'm going to do it. And yeah. if I fail, okay. So let me ask, what do you think it takes somebody to get over that fear or to work through that fear? Because it's much easier said than done. Like I have it, I have my ideas. Sometimes you just have to, what my mom said, you just have to ball to the wall. You just had to go for it. <laughs> <laughs> Sometimes you just got to, you know, muscle your way through. But what what do you think it takes? I feel like... I feel like it's... I think it really depends on the person. Um, what works for me doesn't mm. work for you. What works for you doesn't well, work for me. What works for you then? I know you have your regular well, stick. Well, yeah. <laughs> so that's one thing that I do. So if I'm ever feeling like um, like maybe nervous or insecure um, or fearful, I always put on red lipstick. Um, and I, I have this theory that, one, all the women that I admire in my life, they always like when they are out and about and they're like getting down to business they're in red lipstick and heels and my theory is how can I be like insecure quote-unquote in heels and red lipstick like you're literally asking for attention at that point how can you like fear the attention or like shriek off into the background so I think that's one thing I do especially if I feel like I'm going to be nervous in an environment it's like I'm on a red lipstick I'm literally calling for attention like, the outfit I wore last night, I did not want to wear that white dress. <laughs> I didn't. But it was what it was. And it was, like, to walk in the room in a white dress and red lipstick, you're calling for attention. Yeah. For someone to talk to you and have a conversation with you. And I'm thankful that I did wear the dress. Um, I think I always think about lessons of mentors that have given me. I think of, I, I watch a lot of motivational videos. Um Beyonce when I'm feeling when I'm feeling <laughs> like I need an extra push of ex- of like some type of like drive I put on some Beyonce like and I just I'm let it blast it. like Beyonce, <laughs> yo, Beyonce works her tail off bro. she does she, she is wow she is she's like her work ethic a one it's phenomenal um I yeah I do those things but I also my favorite quote is our deepest fear is not that we are adequate it's that we are powerful beyond measure and whenever I feel like, whenever I feel like I'm inadequate, I always think back to that quote, and right. I repeat it to myself as many times as I need to say it to get it ingrained in my head that I am not like where I am powerful beyond measure, and whether I whatever I feel in this moment is not lasting. Uh-huh. It's just for this moment to keep going, to keep pushing, to keep going on. Um, I know when I need an extra push, I even ask my friends, you know, like. What makes me stand out? What makes me great? Mm. And to hear them all say a similar like theme of things was like, okay, I'm on the right track. Right. I'm doing things. So I think everyone has to find their thing that motivates them, that pushes them, that gives them that little edge. That's their little, their bit of comfort, but their little superpower. Their little, like, not kryptonite. What's the opposite of kryptonite? Superpower. Is it? No. Is it superpower? Superpower. I guess it's superpower. Okay. 
Because I know kryptonite, like, is your little secret, like, weakness. weakness. So, so like, your power. secret power. So, yeah, your superpower. But everybody has to find their little superpower. Mm-hmm. That when they're feeling down or they're just, like, you know, like, I don't know. I'm scared. I don't think I can do it. I don't think I can do it. Because you might not always get your support the way then the ways that you wanted to. Or you might not get support at all for something. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to go back to that source of, like... Mm-hmm. The audacity to even dream. Mm-hmm. Dream big at that. Yeah. The audacity to even dream big. And to do it. Because if you won't do it, nobody else will. Because no one is you and no one can bring the value and things that you have to say um, and deliver on the same level that you can. Absolutely. I 100% believe that. 100% believe that. So... Yeah, um, it's definitely not going to be a long episode tonight. Thank y'all for tuning in with us. But this was on my heart. Really just wanted to talk about it because I think we're in a space now. And I think our audience is in a space where, you know, wherever you might be at, things get hard. And it may look pretty to Instagram. It may look pretty when you're out and about, but... Every entrepreneur, every young person, everybody knows shit. Everybody knows things get hard at some point. And when you have dreams and you have aspirations and you have wants and you are thinking bigger than maybe you might have grew up, things, it's, it's normal to doubt, right? It's normal to think is this really what you're supposed to be doing it's normal to question your abilities it's normal to have imposter syndrome and to still keep going in spite of all of that you know the end of that uh, or towards the end of that our deepest fear quote is who am I to you know ask that who am I to be gorgeous talented beautiful fabulous actually who are you not to be and I think that is so powerful because who are you not to be fabulous? Who are you not to be talented? You are a child of God. You were born to make manifest the glory of God. It's not just in some of us. It's in everybody. Mm-hmm. And for those in our audience who have never read Our Deepest Fear, I implore you to after absolutely. reading this, just take a moment and just go read it. And it might not click the first time, so read it multiple times, but it's a, it's a pretty fairly short read. Absolutely. Um, but it's, it's by far my favorite, favorite quote. Um, and it, it, it's not, our deepest fear is not that we are inadequate, it's that we are powerful um, beyond measure. It is our light, not our darkness. That most frightens us. That most frightens us. And then I enjoy at the end of it, when you let your light shine, you will not only give someone else the permission to let their shine as well. Mm-hmm. So you're liberated from your own fears or presence automatically liberates liberates others. others. So chase your dreams, beat your maze, figure out what it is that you love to do, figure out where your strengths lie and go forth in that the world is waiting on you to deliver your gift. Yes. So we'll catch you guys next week. Same place, same time. And we'll see you on Beat the Maze podcast.
Where can they find you on the socials? Oh, you guys can find me on Instagram at Jaysha Robinson and TikTok at Jaysha Robinson. You can find Beat the Maze at Beat the Maze Podcast on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. And you can find me on Twitter and Instagram at ENB, I-A-N-B, with two underscores at the end. On TikTok is Ian.B3. This is us signing off. Yeah. See See you you guys.